Good morning and welcome to the KLE podcast and live on in the Kingdom Leadership Equipping Group. Uh, this is Sean Smith, your host, and we are talking today, Mentoring Monday. And I was wondering, you know, what, what do I share with you? There's so many directions and so many things on my heart that I want to share with you and uh, to equip you, to inspire you, to encourage you, to embolden you, uh, to move you uh, to a, a place where you're growing in a new mindset and a new mentality. We're looking for a generation of people to arise who will become kingdom leaders, who will who will begin to impact their community with a new mindset. Uh, you know, prepare to engage your community, your culture, so that you can equip them and so that you can um, empower them with a, a new mindset. You know, that's what discipleship is about. Discipleship is not about uh, sitting and, you know, trying to conform people to your programs, your church programs, even to conform them to your denomination, your organization, you know, we've got to get away from that and begin to focus on this generation and on, on our um, culture and engage that culture to empower them with the, with the paradigm of the kingdom. What did Jesus teach? You know, what, what did Jesus bring? And the kingdom mindset is interesting because for many years, um, I engaged people, but f purely from a pastoral point of view, because I was the pastor, you know, of a church, and and so I engaged people with pastoring, and it was it was nice because people, you know, respected me, and people uh, saw me as the solution to so many things. But over the past couple of years, I began to see, wait a minute, you know, I did not empower people. Jesus began to shift me, began to change me. Uh, change what I was busy doing uh, in my mindset from about the year 2001. The Lord really began to deal with me about change. And so, you know, and my fast lightning, fast mind and my great spirituality um, has taken me up until now to really begin to get it. And, and I, you know, I've begun to see that we need a new, when I look at the world, it's like God was preparing me all this time and God's been preparing you. God's preparing the church. He's, he's speaking to the church right now and saying, this is the time because we've come to a time now in the world where, where the church is being persecuted like never before. Um, it's, it's getting more and more difficult to preach the, the, the gospel and and engage this culture because the ideology that's that's out there makes it very, make is making it more and more difficult and yet God's called you and I to be here at such a time as this so it's time for us to rise up and it's time for us to engage the culture with a new mindset and that is with a kingdom kingdom mindset with the kingdom of God. And I thought of a story this morning, you know, is going back an, a number of years ago, and it's definitely wasn't from this paradigm, but uh, when one day Michelle and I were sitting at a restaurant and 
we were just having a date and having a, a milkshake together um, in Cape Town. And what happened was a, a young lady was serving us and, uh, and I could see, but she was, you know, her eyes were all teared up and, and, but she served us and whatever. And I said to my wife, I said, something's not right here. Would you mind if I spoke to her because it was Michelle's time um, as a date and Michelle said, that's fine. So, the the girl came back and I said, "Hi, you know, I see you looking a bit sad. What's up?" You know, and she and she said, um, "Well, the problem is, is that my boyfriend and I want to get married, and nobody wants to marry us, and, and we don't know what to do, and and we want to do it right, and and we, you know, we don't belong to any church, so nobody wants to marry us, and so you know, I." She, I said, oh, dear, you know, that's really sad. And she walked away. And uh, and I, I knew that she wasn't, well, she did, She said she didn't go to church and, and whatever else. So, you know, you, your, your first reaction is conditional. You know, well, you know, you should be in a church or you should be in my church and then I will marry you, you know. And so as I sat there and Michelle and I still carried on with that conversation, Something moved in my heart, and I said to Michelle, I said, you know, I, how do you, what do you sense in your heart? Because I really feel like I need to, I need to do this. I need to marry them, you know, and, um, and uh, Michelle said, you know what, I do too. So when she came over again, I said, um, so when are you planning to get married? And I asked her a few questions, and she told me about everything, and she was like really you could see she was really sad and really teared up and whatever else. And, and so I said to her, I said, uh, you know, um, is there anything particular that you're looking for? And she goes, no, we just want a nice garden wedding. And, and you know, we, we just, nobody wants to do it. We've asked some people and nobody wants to do it. So I said, I'll tell you what I will do. And, well, I, I could have been Father Christmas dressed in, in purple fluorescent you know, purple with shining lights on. She just, I mean, she was just over the moon, you know. So she goes, well, how come? And I said, well, you know, I'm a pastor of a church and and and, um, and I can marry people, so I'll marry you. And she was just so excited, you know. Anyway, and I said, but on one condition, I have two meetings with you and your boyfriend before the wedding. And she said, Absolutely. And, you know, the wonderful thing was, and again, you've got to understand, I wasn't coming from, from the 3E strategy of engage, equip, and empower. I was coming from, from, the, from the standpoint of being the pastor, you know. And, and so I'm, I sat with them, and you, you, we had a discussion. By the second meeting, I, I presented them on, a, on a, um, one of the napkins or serviettes. I, I presented them the gospel and they both gave their heart to the Lord. And uh, the interesting thing was the wedding ended up being at about um, 8.30 or 9 o'clock in the morning. And, uh, and, of course, in South Africa, that time in summer, it's a beautiful, beautiful time of the morning. At uh, 8.30, it's already hot. And, and it was around a pool. And um, so I went. We were at somebody's house. I went to the house. And... Um, uh, interesting the crowd there was all young people and all the young people had um were not 
they, they like were night crawlers, you know. <laughs> you would never meet these people normally during the day. You wouldn't have them definitely crossing the door frame of a church building ever. And I don't think that the church, you and me, would normally meet these people anywhere. But here they were. They'd crawled out for for the, the morning event. I think they all worked like... You know, they were all internet people and whatever else. So, you know, then this is going back into the back to the 90s, I think, somewhere, or the 2000s. I can't remember. But anyway, it's going back a few years. And um, and here they all were. I mean, a whole crowd of them all sitting outside. And, and here comes <laughs> the groom, and he comes out in the tuxedo with no shoes and socks and no shirt. He's just like got his tuxedo on, and and uh, and his bride comes out with a dress. Well, that would that would um, shock a lot of church people, man. And but but you know what? I stood there and I spoke about the love affair of Christ and His church, reading from Ephesians chapter five. How how much Christ really loves His bride so much. He loves his bride that he builds her up and he and he he presents her and he, you know it was and and I just shared how he's made a covenant with us and 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 uh, and I I brought it in like that you know anyway the whole process and afterwards all these young people I mean loads of them came to me and they said we've never heard anything like this that is amazing I mean does does God really love us like that and and I I, I you know. I was able to just sow seeds into their life. I didn't do an altar call. No, I didn't get anybody to put up their hands. No, I didn't get the, to you know their names and addresses to follow them up so that I could get them into church. No, I just did it out of sacrifice. You know, out of out of gift to them, out of blessing them, out of helping them. And I pray that, you know, that would be an influential step in their lives, that the words I shared, the, the message I shared, the analogy I gave, because I was prepared to, to not hold them to a religious standard, but just entered their life. I got to meet people, share with people that you, you wouldn't normally meet in church or near a church um, building. And uh, and so I just I just really prayed that that would happen, you know, that that those seeds will will outlast anything else. And and the commitment that the couple made, I'm sure, you know, Jesus will water those seeds in the future because they they were genuine about their um, discussion with me. And and that's what I want to share with you is that you know from a kingdom standpoint, this is you know we can say well you were a pastor, but that. We shouldn't see that as the qualifier. We are the church. We need to be doing that. We need to be encountering. We need to be engaging um, the world, the, the, the culture around us. Look at your world around you. And, you know, you think it doesn't matter. We, you know, we, we want to we change cities and we want to change nations, but we can't change the people in our world. We can't connect with the people in our world. So what we do is we call fancy prayer meetings and, you know, more intercession and, and whatever else. And, and you know, it's like, then like God's got to do something different, but we're not going to do anything more different. We're just going to pray longer, preach more, have more TV programs, have, you know, and that 
has its effect, but I'm telling you is that it's you and me on the ground in our world, to our generation, in our culture, that's going to make the difference, that's going to bring transformation. That's that's what made Jesus outstanding from all from the religion of the day was that he could encounter he could engage where he was at and could live that that um, that's that uh, the, that va- the values of the kingdom of God where he was and and uh, and he did it wisely he he didn't do it with with conditions he didn't do it with with preset standards he didn't you know he, he just broke the mold the broke the stereotype went in and engaged people where they were and so again this morning i know i i'm sort of harping on this a lot but because we've got to get our mindset into that fact is that the, the most important mission that we have in life is just that, is to connect with people without throwing a Bible at them and without quoting scripture, but actually putting action to the love of God, you know, is just, and, and you know, we can do a lot of things, but just to show people that, that somebody cares. And, you know, please don't do this thing, you know, well, I did it because Jesus loves you. And, you know, I wouldn't have done it, but Jesus does. And Jesus told me to do it. It's just like, really? Well, then why why even do it then? You know, if, if you don't want to do it, you know, it's just like, Jesus, Jesus, be Jesus to them, be the agenda, God's agenda to them. Let them see you, see your life, see your convictions, see who who you are, see your relationship with God. It's interesting, the Queen of Sheba came to, I think I mentioned this in a previous podcast, but the Queen of Sheba came to, um, to Solomon and she was impressed with the way of his government, the wisdom that he had in running his government. It wasn't the money, she had money. Wasn't the gifting, the gifts that she that he had because she brought gifts, loads of it. But what she saw was the way the house functioned, and and you know when people look at you, do they see the way the house functions? Do they see really the heart of God? What are you showing them? Are you showing them a religious garden, an austere, hard? you know, callous God who demands and has conditions. I mean, that one guy buried his talent because he said, I saw you as that. So, well, if you had, if you, if you thought I was like that, then you should have at least taken your talent and invested it. But he, he was mad at that, that uh, steward because that's not how he was. You know, the others knew that, that, that he, that as the king, he would be, you know, they, they didn't have to perform, but they did perform. They did get, you know, their, their money invested and traded and, and whatever else, and it produced more. But this guy had a wrong perception of God. And so how do people perceive God? How do they perceive the love of God? How do they perceive the kingdom of God by looking at your life? Do they see it as austere? Do they see it as high conditions and standards and you have to go to meetings? I'm telling you, it's it's not going to work, you know. It just doesn't work anymore. So I want to encourage you for Mentoring Monday is, you know, work at engaging relationships, being a friend. You'll see the little picture for the 
for the thing. I just put like all people around the place, uh, just a picture with all these people all over the place, and that's on the live Facebook group. Uh, so that we can, so we get conscious of the fact, we get, you know, cognizant of the fact that we need to build relationships. Some of you are really great at it. I mean, I'm a shy person, so, you know, just connecting with anybody is really hard for me. But the people that I do encounter, I work hard at building a good relationship with them just to encourage them and, you know, just to be there for them, have a cup of coffee, find out how they're doing. You know, that's the important thing is, is like it's not about you and your agenda. It's about them. Ask questions about them. What are they doing? Where are they going? You know, what is important to them? What are their challenges? What, what, you know, what is, what is making them happy right now? And, and, uh, and then, you know, and don't say, well, I'm going to pray about that. And let's pray right now in the restaurant. First build that trust relationship with them and, and that they, that they feel connected with you, not disconnected. You must understand is like people of the world will disconnect with you if, if you are religious you know, is that, but when you bring kingdom, kingdom doesn't come in and say, Jesus says, I'm coming to your house tonight to have a meal. And, and that's it. He did, he did, you know, he didn't say anything else. And, and uh, there's, as he began to share in the house and people began to listen to him, I mean, old uh, um, Zacchaeus just goes, that's it. There's a change. I have to change. What he did was he, he could grasp the values of the kingdom. And that's what we've got to see. All right. So that's what I wanted to share with you today. Thank you for being with me. Thank you for listening. Hey, stay with us for the rest of the week because um, some good interviews coming up and um, um, discussion on Friday um, with uh, Steve and I um, about building the church and uh, just things as God um, lays upon my heart, more stuff to encourage you, to equip you um, as we go along. So. Um, you are the leader. You are the one. You are the the agenda for this generation that God, you are the assignment that God has sent to this generation. You, 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 and me. Now, no, you know, there's no government that's going to do this. No government actually has the solution. You know that. No one church has the solution. We are the kingdom priests and kings that God has left in the earth to um, influence this world with the kingdom of God. So uh, that's what I wanted to leave with you today. Thank you for being with me. Until next time, this is your host, Sean Smith, saying have a great super week and welcome to Monday.